0: You're listening to a preview of a premium episode of Champagne Sharks. To get access to this premium episode, as well as the full archive of back premium bonus episodes, go to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. That's patreo ncom com forward slash Champagne Sharks and sign up for only $5 a month. For only $5 a month, you get this and every other premium bonus episode, meaning double the content. It's a great deal. And without further ado, here is the preview. The one thing I found surprising about your article was when I saw the title, right? I thought it was going to be a lot more convoluted and complicated the proof, and then for pretty much each claim, it was just basically no one bothered to look, or the text saying the opposite was right in the agreement, or it was very basic stuff. To the point that it's almost downright uh, malpractice by the journalists involved. Like I think it's one of the most shocking things about the article. Like, um anybody could just read your article and see just how basic and incontrovertible the debunkings were.
1: Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you. And I mean, I you know, honestly, like, look, I, you know, I've been writing about politics for over a decade now. Um, my bar for actually getting genuinely angry is pretty high, right? Cause you just become numb to things. You expect people to be dishonest and kind of misleading in pursuit of their agenda or whatever. This actually angered me. Like I was genuinely, I was offended by it. Um, And it was because of what you had just said, which is, you know, it's not that uncommon where if like, let's say lawyers from the DNC are dispatched to try and mislead journalists by making, you know, esoteric arguments about a contract that the journalists don't have the ability to kind of see through and they get tricked and they publish an article being led around the nose by the Democratic Party sources. You write it up, you know, you write that off to just kind of, the journalists didn't have a lot of time. They weren't very careful, but it wasn't deliberate. In this case, I believe it was collectively deliberate. Like They didn't care whether or not it was true or false, what they were saying, because as you just said, it wasn't difficult to know that the claims they were making were utterly false. All you had to do is look at the contract about which they were making these claims or the Sanders contract. They wanted to lie. They they were on a mission to destroy Donna Brazile and her claims, and they didn't care what they did, including violating, like, the cardinal rule of journalism, no matter what your view of journalism is, like, everyone agrees the cardinal rule is that you don't knowingly or recklessly publish things that are false, and yet huge numbers of these Democratic Party journalists at MSNBC... I like all the online outlets, all the beloved liberals who people really respect and like, or Democrats, they all got together and they just all threw, threw caution to the wind and they just all did it together. And that's why I was so angry about it.
0: Yeah. And I, I haven't written a bunch, right? I've, but I wrote, I wrote something for your publication, The Intercept, and it was not the most fact heavy article there was. It's about, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, it's very simple, straightforward stuff. But that was my first introduction to how things work in journalism. As far as the amount of things you guys had me check and double check, then go to fact finding, then do all this stuff. It was like, you know, several weeks of intense um, vetting and re-vetting. So I mean, these publications have a lot of resources to check things. You know,
1: totally. I mean, one of one of the exactly. I mean, like one of the problems here is that a lot of the dirty work gets done on Twitter, where the organizations kind of wash their hands of what their journalists are doing, even though the reason journalists are being listened to on Twitter is because of their affiliation with these news organizations, which makes people think that what they're saying is credible and reliable. So they're trading on the credibility of these organizations, but working outside of the editorial structures. And so a lot of it was just, you know, like the, the, the the main, the, the original sin was this article by Alex Seitzwald, who is one of the, the most manipulated and most beloved journalist among the Clinton wing of the Democratic Party. He was their go to person throughout the entire campaign. Whenever they wanted to plant anything, they wound him up. They put the little cartridge in the back of his head and that little, you know, like cassette opening where you open the head and stick the cartridge in and you wind him up and he goes and spits out what, you're, what, what he wants you to say. And he wrote this article for MSNBC saying, oh, guess what? The agreement only applied to the general election and not the primary. And all of these journalists like Chris Hayes, tons of them, and, you know, and Chris is a friend of mine. I respect Chris, but I didn't respect what he did in this case or any of the other people doing it. They all just immediately went onto Twitter and said, oh, so, my God, this is a pretty huge detail that it only applies to the general election and not the primary. They were just so
2: eager to, to, to exactly. embrace it
1: that they didn't care if it was true or not. Um, and that is just really inexcusable. conduct. <laughs>
2: You know, I was looking at um, viral falsehood number two in the article. And this is actually the one that that because I missed like the first part of when the story first broke about um, what happened with Donna Brazil and, and some of the information, that, the misleading information that was put out there regarding that whole story with, with uh, Clinton and the DNC. But the one that I actually caught on with was I kept seeing this stuff floating around that Sanders signed the same agreement with the DNC that Clinton did, right? Because I saw that one floating around quite heavily on online. And so I'm looking at what you wrote here in your article, and this is the one that you practically just, just say it's an outright lie, right? Because he didn't sign and this. You can easily look up this information. He did not sign. A similar agreement to the one that Clinton did, there was no language in there regarding fundraising or anything like that, so I was curious, like where did that originally um, start? was that uh maybe a clinton uh, a Clinton agent that put that out there? Was it a news organization? Where did that even come from?
1: so the way this worked was you know the Clinton people were refusing to comment on the record, you know, acting like they were above it. But what they were really doing was worse. They were acting as ventriloquists for their favorite journalists. So they were commenting, but they were moving their hands and making the mouth of journalists move, pretending that it wasn't really them, but it was the journalists who were giving this information. So this whole thing about the Sanders agreement, again, I mean, they didn't care if it was true or not. They were just desperate to say something because what happened was it was like, um, I think it was Mark Murphy at NBC News and a couple of other ones were like, hey, wait a minute. The Sanders campaign, Bernie Sanders signed the same agreement with Hillary. So it's hard for the Sanders people to complain about this being some uniquely corrupt arrangement with Hillary when Sanders signed the same thing. The very next day, the Sanders campaign turned around and leaked that agreement to ABC News. And it was like, oh my God, you know what? It is exactly the same thing. You're totally right, except for one small difference. The difference being that the agreement that Sanders had with the DNC didn't give him any control whatsoever over the DNC's operations. Like the key provisions that made the Clinton agreement so controversial in the eyes of Donna Brazile were not in the agreement with Sanders at all. And again, like even the most minimal journalistic mm. responsibility would have
2: repeated. It seemed like they were trying to imply that he had the opportunity to receive some of those same provisions, but he just chose not to do it. I mean, was that I'm, I'm trying to understand, like, what why would they put that out there knowing that it's so easily verifiable to be debunked? I, that is one of the most troubling things that, that I've come across in the, in the entire situation is like, you know, that people are going to find out that this is not true.
0: I think it's because they realize it's not easy to unring a bell. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would say. Yeah,
1: that's exactly right. Like, so here's what, here's what happens is like, I it, it's exactly it's exactly what Trevor just said, which is so you have like this Donna Brazil bombshell comes out right, and and the excerpt in the political article is incredible. I mean, it's not equivocating; it's saying, I look for evidence of corruption. And to prove that the process was rigged. And guess what? I found it. And I had to like light candles and put on gospel music and center myself to call Bernie Sanders and tell him that I found it, right? It's like super dramatic. Everybody read it. And so you have all these, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who are politically engaged online who had sided with Clinton during the primary war, which is still ongoing. And they're reading this. And so they're waiting. They're like, please give us something that we can say to, you know, debunk this, to refute it. And they had to get them something. And so all you do is you just feed them bullshit lies that let them then go onto Facebook pages and like Twitter accounts and just start repeating it. And the fact that like two days later, there's an ABC article that says, well, actually, you know what? You just, you just want to kind of cloud the issue enough to, to give people who want to believe you, something to hold on to. And, and, and that behavior is normal behavior for a political operative it is not normal behavior for a journalist journalists are supposed to be the referees saying when political operatives are lying not working with the political operatives hand in hand to spread lies in order to help them vindicate oh. their agenda and that's what these journalists did for exactly and, and you
0: know what i would add something too to that um, i think something else and it's kind of disturbing but it keeps showing itself to be true there's a level of collective ADD that's happening in the society. So I think they also know, in addition to everything Glenn just said, they realize if we can just keep the issue murky for like two weeks, um, people are going to forget about it. And it
2: didn't even take that long.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'll admit, I feel guilty of it too sometimes, because even today I caught myself thinking, I wonder if we're interviewing Glenn about this too late. And then I remember, wait, this is only like a week and a half ago. It's insane.